Welcome on in to the JJ Sports Podcast. We have quite a bit to get to this week. There is so much going on right now. We're finally back to sports. And let's get right into it right here, right now. The NHL is back. The NBA is back. Baseball is back. And we're about done with the MLS's back tournament down to the final four in Major League Soccer. Uh, They'll play the semis on Wednesday and Thursday. Now is crunch time and when we really figure out which leagues are doing it right. Baseball started out very, very solid. They had great TV numbers on night one. It did tame down uh, towards the weekend. We'll know the next uh, Sunday night numbers and Saturday primetime numbers uh, for ESPN and Fox and how they did in week two of baseball. But the fact now that there is a larger percentage of teams that are not playing due to the virus, it really questions how we're going to get 60 games in for every team. There are plenty of teams that are looking right now very good. They're on schedule. They haven't missed a beat. But then we've got the Phillies and the Marlins, which just aren't playing, and we expect them to double it up later in the year. It's going to be tough, but we still got 20-plus teams playing. We still expect to have the Field of Dreams game on August 13th. That is now just 11 days away. We will see if that indeed happens. I hope it does. I hope nothing gets canceled from here on out. Okay. We're going to get to some we got some stories out of the Pac-12 right now about um, that they want, they have demands that, that these uh, football players want this season, and they say that they need to have compensation. They need medical expenses taken care of. Uh, It is plenty of demands coming out. And I assume that this will be one of the biggest stories this week across sports media is that we're going to see a lot of talk of what college athletes deserve. Now that we're in a financial uh, mess in college sports, the money is now the only reason why they're playing. There's no other reason to provide these uh, athletes with a college education just for the sake of it, just for saying that. It's for the money that they're getting from college football. They're in the best times, the best of us are looked at. In the worst times, the worst 
of us is exposed. And we see that college football is really the main revenue generation for many of these schools. Uh, there are, especially in the East Coast, college basketball is a big generation as well, uh, men's college basketball. When it comes to um, state college baseball, in some places college baseball makes some money, and in a few places women's college basketball makes money. But outside of that, it's all a net loss for the college. And there's only so many reasons why we play college football in the U.S. It is an amateur sport, obviously, and basically... There are rules that essentially force these players to go to college rather than going straight to the professional leagues like the NBA and the NFL. Now, in other sports, yes, you can go straight to being a professional athlete, straight out of high school, but... College is still an option, and it is still a viable option. These colleges are getting these huge TV contracts, yet the athletes receive zero compensation. It is the schools, the conferences, and the coaches that are receiving major compensation from these games taking place. I didn't think we were going to get into this situation amid a pandemic, but it was a situation before the pandemic, which was bigger than ever. Talking about the NBA G League offering an opportunity for five-star-plus recruits to go and forego college and receive very similar benefits to what college offers, they would provide an education later in life, they would provide small financial compensation, but most importantly is they would provide NBA-like competition, NBA prep-like competition that would be geared towards getting these players ready for the NBA. They would be able to monetize their shoes, their anything that they want to, but primarily in basketball it's shoes. Um, in that's because that's people see people uh, people jumping high and dunking the shoes stood right in front of our eyes so that is the big thing that happened this year also that in the next few years there are going to be laws allowing colleges to pay players um, that is going to happen, and it seems more and more likely that if that doesn't happen, that there are going to be alternative solutions for players who don't want to go to college, but the professional leagues don't let them in right away. We're going to shift to two, ba uh, not baseball, because I haven't been watching that much baseball. I know there was the controversy between the Astros and Dodgers. There was a suspension 
It was an eight-game suspension in a shortened season, and I think that was a little too long. And I think that just needs to be put aside. It's a small thing, but the Astros got away with way too much. The Dodgers are now being penalized for not that much. Okay, we're getting to the NBA. Painting Black Lives Matter on the court. Having alternative last names on their jerseys. Instead, they're putting statements, career-approved statements by the National Basketball Association that support various causes like education, Black Lives Matter, and more. But yet, obviously, no reference to China because the NBA is getting a lot of money from China uh, yearly. I don't know what the whole situation with the NBA in China is at this moment. I don't know anything what's going on in China firsthand, but I know that there that nothing positive is going on with this relationship between the NBA and China. It is unfortunate that this is happening, that we are dealing with the NBA not they're not being transparent with the Americans. They're criticizing this country while praising the Chinese government. It's unacceptable, and you can only hide this for so long. You can only stop the media from examining you for so long. Eventually, they're going to have to let it free. Now, we had a player. It was, I think... Jonathan Isaac, is that his name? He chose, he is actually a, I believe he's a minister or something like that. He chose that he would stand for the national anthem and he would wear, he would not wear the Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Now, there was a reporter who asked him questions about this. Like, do you support Black Lives Matter? And we get to these these questions in life. We only live here for so long, and we get asked questions that there's one answer to. There's no second option. You can't you can't say you don't think Black Lives Matter because that's the percentage of people that would think that Black Lives don't matter is so small that it doesn't. It's it's so small that we can tolerate it. There's going to be people that, that their heads are messed up. Who knows? Maybe they're drunk. Who knows? Maybe their parents were a bad influence. Who knows? But what we do know is that racism is right now being overdrawn. Racism in this country is I don't think racism is as bad as people think it is because we're built on freedom and we look at this country and we don't realize that you couldn't do this in other countries. You couldn't do this in China. You couldn't do this in 
really anywhere. You can't criticize your country uh, in a lot of places. And here in America, they let these people have this movement. Now, saying Black Lives Matter is different. It's actually different than the, quote, Black Lives Matter movement. The Black Lives Matter movement is an organization that does not really that a lot of people don't really look into. They haven't researched it. It is something different than just saying that Black Lives Matter. It shares the same name, but you can't really support a sentence. You can't, you can say I support it, but you can't do anything else in it. You can't, you can't give it money. You can't give it your time. Especially now when it's been said hundreds of times is being put down uh, time and time again. But we're going to move on. And I support anyone who has their own opinion. Does it matter that he stood for the anthem? No. He's a basketball player. He's not someone that is standing at your door asking you to support a, a president. I don't know. But we need to stop criticizing these people for doing their job. I mean, the, before this year, you were supposed to stand for the anthem. Why Why would you not stand? It's, it's part of the rules. The rule is you stand for the anthem because you support the country. And you also support, when the Raptors are playing, you, you also support Canada. You support America and Canada. Because those two countries support you. Support you. They support you playing this great game. They fought wars to make it so that you could play this great game on the floor. Now we look uh, the NHL, I believe, has been phenomenal. The restart in the NHL, it didn't get big numbers on TV, as we see only 1.57 million for Canadians-Penguins uh, in their opening primetime game. It lost out to baseball. Um and the Red Sox-Yankees uh, slash Astros-Angels game. It did end up uh, getting over the 2 million mark in the overtime uh, period, I believe. So... Blackhawks-Oilers... Uh, only got 1.12 million. So the NHL obviously isn't getting the not the millions of viewers that the NBA is. But it is a great show that they're putting on, especially for a Canadian audience who wants to see great hockey in their country up north of the border. So we, I mean, we've seen a little bit of rust, but it pretty much. It's what we would have seen last year. It's what we would have seen the year before if this was an expanded playoffs. 
there's teams that are really hungry that did not qualify as the top 16 teams in the league, but now they're given an opportunity to move on. Just three wins out of five, and they're into the next round. I think this was a phenomenal job done by Gary Bettman to get these two bubbles put together. We have to give him credit where credit is due. And they're going this is this is not what I expected. There's not been very many blowouts. There's been like one or two uh lopsided games, but other than that, it's been very, very tight games. I mean, we've seen one overtime game and we've seen a lot of one score games. And I really hope that people watch these games because it is exciting. I mean, we've all we've had for the last few months is soccer. And now we've got hockey. We're going to get to MLS in just a moment. Take a break. Be right back. Welcome back on in. We got Major League Soccer into the final stages. Portland advancing. Uh, in the fourth quarterfinal, they will get Philadelphia. That's Wednesday night on FS1 in the Fox Sports app. Thursday night, it's Minnesota against the great team in the host of Orlando. Orlando, a host. I mean, this is such an unexpected story to see. Orlando, they got it done in penalties against LAFC. But the fact that Orlando has yet to lose a game playing in their home city. I mean, this is bubble bubble chaos. I mean, you, you see that it's going to be in Orlando. Orlando, I believe, was an expansion team two years ago. So this is maybe their third year or fourth year in MLS. And just all of a sudden, they've hit their stride. It's it's like they they knew this was their opportunity to show to the world, and they're two wins away from a million dollars plus. It would be great if it for them if they show the the country that they're the best in soccer. But also, uh, I mean, that's a great story. But the bigger thing is that the American and Christian Pulisic, who has been playing for Chelsea, he finally got a start in Saturday's FA Cup final against Arsenal. Unfortunately, he had the only goal of the game. It was a one, one goal very early. He started, I believe, for the, maybe the first time all year. And he scored early. And this is really good for the United States. I mean, we look at it. The U.S. has a tough road to get to uh, the World Cup. They've got, I believe they're going to have it be 14 games. And the U.S. is going to have Christian Pulisic, who is... I mean, he's someone that can come 
into the game with a burst of speed. He, I mean, you look at this, these highlights that we've been seeing from Chelsea, Christian Pulisic isn't someone like in U.S. history, which has been, oh, we're, we we pl- play defensively and then we go in the 80, 80th minute and then we attack and we hope hope that we're still in the game at that point. Christian Pulisic is a player that lights it up, that attacks, that puts the game in control of his team. I mean, he's a star. Of course, uh, we have to get to the NFL. They were in talks to renew their uh, rights deals uh, back at the beginning of June. But not much happened then. They hoped that they could get it done by the end of the year. It seems at this point that that is uh, pretty unlikely that things will be done by the end of the year. We're probably going to be looking more towards uh, the, the Super Bowl is when they're probably going to get this stuff done. Keep in mind that I believe ESPN has Monday Night Football currently for two seasons, this year this year and next year uh, for ESPN on Monday Night Football. All the other deals are three more th- years, including Thursday Night Football. Wait a second. Is Thursday Night Football... Maybe that one only has two years on it as well. I I really don't don't know at this at this point. Uh, there's a five year deal. So the so the 2019. So this would be. Yeah, they would have it. Uh, for three more years. All right. So we look now towards uh, college football as a a. I mean, the NFL, right now, it looks like they're going to happen. I've seen ads for game one. It's going to be uh, just over a month from now is when Patrick Mahomes is going to take the field against Deshaun Watson and the Texans. That is going to happen September the 10th on NBC. But until then, we got a lot still to happen. College football is going to be a mess. We have seen quite a mess here. Right now, it looks like we're going to have SEC football. That's pretty safe. It looks like we're going to have Big 12 football. They are debating on whether they should have three or one non-conference game in the Big 12. Currently, Kansas and Oklahoma are scheduled to play this month. They're scheduled to play 
uh, I believe four weeks from now, they're scheduled to play uh, August 29th. And that's going to be a very, that's coming up. I don't know if these games are going to happen, may end up being canceled, because the league may end up going to a later schedule. The Big Ten, we haven't heard from the Big Ten. I don't know what their plan is right now, because I think the Big Ten has is very split. Uh, some of the Big Ten teams want to play, and some of the Big Ten teams don't. I mean, especially... Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Nebraska, I think those four teams definitely want to play. I know Ohio State wants to play. It's going to be a very interesting what we get from the Big Ten on whether they should play. They have the New Jersey market. They do not have a team in New York. They do have a team in New Jersey in Rutgers. It could it end up being a season where some of these teams are left out if they don't want to play? Sure. But... It would be a very tough situation if it ends up being something other than all 14 teams in the Big Ten playing. Now, I do believe that um, what do we got? Oh, goodness. Uh, really, really tough week, guys. Um, but they have... They got my, my football schedules out now. So, I know what's going on. Hopefully, things get figured out. My school is going to be whack. My, everything's going to be whack. But, I mean, we're ready to push through. Like we have for the past however many months. Hope all of you guys are having have a good one. See you guys next week. But first, I want to give you my bet of the week. And it is going to be that the Pittsburgh Penguins overcome this 1-0 series deficit. And they go on to win the series. Of course, the series is going to be done prior to Saturday night. So it's going to be a quick turnaround. It's going to be a crazy series. I think the Penguins end up winning it in in five. I think they, they win two and three. Canadians win four and Penguins win five. And it's going to be, it's going to be a very fun series this week. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys next time.